3: Jeff Cameron Show, Balls McWednesday edition. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks for doing so. I'm Jeff. That's Tom Drucker-Matthew here. You're you. You're watching us. Like and subscribe while you do that. We do appreciate it. It does help us. Helps others who uh, are into this sort of thing find the uh, find the show. All right? So come on in. Come on in and join us. Tom, we're going to do it right here at the outset, right? We're going to do the right thing here and get get on with the getting with this contest?
0: Oh, we can. Yeah, I think
3: absolutely. we should. I teased it. I talked about it let, right before let me the get break. in that thread and unlock it, then. I have yeah. it locked down. You get set to unlock now. I have not asked the question, guys. So you could randomly answer. That'd be great. I love random answers to a question that hasn't been asked.
0: You could say people were close. The uh, when they were the just first guessing? week, yeah. Something was close. Most people were saying like William Floyd and things of that nature.
3: Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, man. Here we go. Uh, Let's get this thing fired up. The answer is not Ryan Sprague, but I'm hoping he is doing well. He texts me every now and again, (laughs) and we are uh, still friends at a distance, just haven't seen him in a long time.
0: The trivia thread in the Tribal Council is unlocked.
3: All right. So we're playing for Garnet and Gold $25 gift card. And it is a Warchant.com members-only contest. So, if you've not signed up, for now, it is just a buck. So I would do it because Tom uh, really spilled the beans last hour. Probably gonna get in trouble. Told everybody that the, the dollar deal is it, it's it. I spilled on, the beans. It's on live support. on, on- you broke the news. I did not. You said it the first hour. I didn't say it. I didn't break it.
0: the news, old boy. You Last said, night it was said during the uh, the commitment video, so that's
3: why I thought it was out. I didn't say it. I don't know. <laughs> On this show, you broke the news. Uh, you want to head to the Tribal Council, if you're a member of Warchant.com, and look up top for the trivia thread, and the first one who posts this correct answer will, will win. And this is the question. $25 to Garnet and Gold. Uh, all right. In what year did FSU and Boston College play for the first time? What year featured the first head-to-head matchup between Florida State University and Boston College? If people get this fast,
0: I'll be impressed.
3: They might get it. They might get it quick. Are you studying that thread, Tom?
0: I am studying the thread. The first guess was Nicholson (laughs) right now. What player did we just get a commitment from? Good guess, my truth.
3: Uh, A couple good guesses here on the chat. Won't count, but.
0: Oh, we've already got one. How about that? Bam! Once again, two people that are within just mere moments of each other. But we have the winner is.
3: And the answer is. And then you can tell me who the winner was once I give the answer. Uh, The question was, in what year did Florida State and Boston College play for the first time? Again, which one, the matchup that is, was the first head-to-head matchup between Florida State and Boston College? The answer is 1957. In 1957, Boston College won in Chestnut Hill by the final score of 20-7. to
0: I will bet you that game was as well attended as their most previous game.
3: That seems about right. And there it is. Nineteen fifty seven, Jagnol. Is that the f- second time, Jagnol? I don't think so. I don't think so. Good job, Jagnol. Nineteen fifty seven is indeed oh, and right there below Jagnol is Agno. Uh, Agonol. I know. Agonole was so close to Jagnol.
0: And we got we go by whatever the chronological says in the thread, so That's we're a- so sorry because you are you guys are synced up on time. Seconds apart. You look like the DeLorean, seconds you're apart. so synced up.
3: Jaganol edges Aganol and is victorious today with 1957. Sadly, a Florida State defeat, 20 to seven, in Chestnut Hill. Old Chestnut Hill is lovely. Uh, not much for yeah. football, but it's it's lovely. The area there, walking around those neighborhoods. Boy, I don't know what. What's are. it going to take
0: for the the trivia to go more than a minute? You know, am I going to have to go to the play-by-play of a game in in Florida State Wake history and say in the third quarter, second drive, who caught the first pass on Florida State's third? Yeah, yeah. How game?
3: deep? How deep are you going to have to go? Because right?
0: 1957 was pulled like that.
3: Yeah, people. Well, I mean, that guy may maybe Jaganol went to the game. I bet not. No, I mean, I think Jaganol. If they're fan, if they're fans of the Jaguars, then they're probably relatively young. Probably right. And then secondly, I would guess that they're just wicked fast on a uh, keyboard.
0: People like me, Quizno. I'll clear my alerts when I feel that I need to clear my alerts. Appreciate it. It's kind of like you and your emails. My alerts for Chan are in the hundreds. <laughs> it's just people liking the, the threads. There are also private messages, which I answer in a timely fashion.
3: Simpson, that's enough out of you. <laughs> I was not at that game. I, uh, had I been there, I would have I broke it down for you, let you know. Everything that occurred. This weekend uh, is not a cat five. I saw some of these questions that popped up yesterday and the day before, and now it's on the thread here. I'm not going to – guys, it is not a cat five. It's Boston College. They lost at home to Rutgers. They lost to Virginia Tech, who's not any good. And they struggled for a half against Maine. This is not close to a Cat 5. Now, I get how pumped we all are currently. Undefeated Florida State with a chance to close out September unblemished. And there is reason, especially for those that are starving and finally have a meal, to celebrate the good fortune of Florida State football and where we currently sit. But let's not lose our minds and get skewed here as to our priorities or how things work. Category 5 games, as declared by yours truly, are not some willy-nilly nonsense just going to roll on in here and decide off the cuff, hey, it's a Cat 5. No, no. There has to be real meaning. A ton on the line. In many cases, this has to be a nationally... uh, I think, desirable affair. You know, when two big-time programs get together, even if it's a case where one of the programs is not historically big-time but currently big-time because of their stout record or something like that, then we can make those kinds of adjustments. I can, I can pivot in those moments and tell you that, in fact, oh, suddenly it's a big deal that we're playing Wake and uh, it's prime time and they're both ranked or something like that. I'll do that for you. But I'm not, no, I'm not kowtowing to this nonsense. 19. 57 was the answer, or 50? 50, 57. 57. So, bottom line is we're not, no. Uh, Noel Kev thinks Florida State will fall this weekend. <laughs> Matt Ryan throws for 300 plus. A.J. Dillon rushes for 100. And Keekly has 24 tackles with three sacks. Well Whoa. played, Noel Kev.
0: Yeah, well, Luke Kuechly most certainly could have 24 tackles at any moment in college football, and it just—it was real. It it, didn't—it—it preceded the the immediacy of social media. His performances, because we would have we would have seen it on Twitter and said, "Oh, it's real!" Immediately. Instead, we went months without actually seeing him play and saying, "That's a fraud." What? What are they? How are they counting there? Is it three tackles per play? And then you see him in person, you go, "Oh, well, that." How did he go to Boston College? That dude's unbelievable.
3: Well, they had a series of guys who went to Boston College who looked just like him and played just like him, and uh, oh, it was it was rather remarkable. Here we go again. I'm just telling you, they did. They did. Hey, uh, so I'm going to point this out to people. Uh, I got a text from a dear friend of ours. It's prime to issue the opposite of a Cat 5 maintain, issue the hurricane party, and let people get all messed up. That's how I'll change that. Miss the game. Who cares? It's Boston College issue, Thunderdome. Um, oh my. Yeah, No, no, no. Let me, let me go back to this, because Kenneth weighed in here, and I like that he disagrees with me, but I have a feeling that Kenneth was going to make this a Cat 5, regardless if we had a game this weekend or not. I would disagree. Our first chance to dominate an ACC team in seven years. I still love you, Jeff, but it's a personal Cat 5. Well, Kenneth, you were just searching... Like, waking up on Saturday meant it was a Cat 5 for you this weekend. You're like, oh, it's Saturday. Somebody stop me.
0: (laughs) Save me from myself.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's... And I've been there, Kenneth. I know how it is, especially if you've been keeping it tidy during the week, all buttoned up, hitting the Orange Theory, eating properly, going to bed early. Next thing you know, it's Saturday. You're like, all right, it is on. I've done all the right things. There are no rules here. I'm not driving. Don't worry about me. You've got somebody down the hall. They hear that first pop of the can. It's 842.
0: Cameron should have (laughs) issued the Cat 5. (laughs) It's
3: his fault. I told him. I told him. Got some pasta in you, Kenneth. Drink lots of water. You've never recommended
0: pasta before. <laughs> Thank you for adding that to the lexicon of the cat five.
3: <laughs> you gotta get some weight to you, man. You're about to get get crazy. There are. This is the week where it's revealed to me how uh, how hurt we've been as a fan base. I have got so many people out- outright angry with me for being somewhat dismissive of Boston College. I'm not telling you we're we're, you know, guaranteed to dominate the game. I didn't even give a score that was outrageous. Uh Aslan asked me to give a score for this week in one of the videos we were recording yesterday that'll come out, I think tomorrow on warchand.com. And I I think I said uh, like 27 to 13 or Ten or something like okay. that. I mean, like, All right.
0: so you're looking at the number?
3: Yeah, I was looking at the number, but I was just kind of like, I think it's going to be kind of a boring game. I think we might be at that time. I was of the mindset, frankly, that Tate was going to start, and not that I have any, you know, problem with Tate. If we get the second half, Tate, that that's great. Forest State should win. I just thought we would call the game safe. Right. We would try to dominate the run game, the hell out of it, shorten if the can. game by yeah. running the ball. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're going to probably win the field position battle and. You know, and he
0: still very well may start. I mean, we'll see.
3: Yeah, I mean, he might. He might. It's uh, yeah. But I, I don't think it's um. I don't know. I don't think that uh, at this point uh, there is any reason to believe Florida State is going to somehow fall back into some of these performances we've seen that devastated us those teams were not made up like this team those teams a weren't as good as this team for starters and uh, either was by the way several of the players will be you know be depending on on Saturday Um, if Jordan Travis plays he's a different Jordan Travis than he has been each of the last two years Jordan Travis looks like a guy who has taken total control of this offense that's another reason I really want him to play. I want to see these numbers, Tom. I want to see what this guy finishes with this year. I mean I, I he's in contention for some major awards in the ACC at the very least. Uh, you know I, of, of the quarterback play I've watched this year. Jordan Travis has been very, very good.
0: Well, and that's the other thing is you're only getting into your national window part of the schedule. you know, when you were doing handicapping last year of uh, forget who it was, but you're looking for a dark Horse candidate in the Heisman race. Well, who's going to be on national TV in in November? Because that's going to help you along the way and maybe push you over the finish line. Well, for Jordan Travis, he is a fun story now for people who are diehards of college football. But look, the next three weeks after this one, you take care of business this weekend. If you do, if I F, got Wake, NC State, and Clemson. At least two of those games are going to be in a national window of some kind. It could be the 330 window, whatever. But it's going to be on a lot of TVs, not just in this region of the country two of those games. Yeah. And if he performs in at least two of those games like he he has so far, he's not going to be a college football diehard name. People are casual college football fans are now going to know who Jordan Travis is before we play Miami and before we play Florida. And that would put you in a place where like you're talking about you could just make finalist lists. You know, ACC Player of the Year, whatever. Those types of rewards, absolutely.
3: Yeah, he could, and I want to see him get the opportunity because he's worked really hard, and uh, just as long as he's healthy, man, it'd be fun. I- I'm I'm knocking on wood here that he gets a chance to play this weekend. It'd be great if he plays really well for a half, even, and then you- you're able to get more run for Tate Rodemaker. I mean, that continuing to develop him is a high priority, uh, I believe. Uh, ah,
0: here's a question for you. Did the second half of Friday's game make you feel better about next season?
3: Yes, yeah, me too. Absolutely. Yeah, man, I've gotten so tired of watching that kid play so well in practice. Again, that's uh, the age-old story, but and think, well, God, dog, we're not going to get anything out of this guy. It's just not going to happen. Because I, you know, listen, I'm I'm mad at uh, I'm not mad at this person, but I'm saddened that it does appear that we're never going to get anything out of Travis J. It's become a running joke to the fan base. Not not at his expense. Just like so many people ask about Travis right. Jay all the can time. He kick right. If you don't have a punter, you don't have a kicker. You don't have a backup quarterback. You don't have a running back. You don't have a tackle. People say, oh, could Travis Jay play that?" Yeah, because he's a great athlete, and we all know that. But at this point, I think we all feel like, "Yeah, he's never going to do anything here." And actually, I think you're right. He's never going to do anything here at this point. I don't even consider him. Yeah, what stinks and it makes me sad for him.
0: What stinks is I, I feel like, and this is this is very video gameish of me, but when you move Brendan Gant from the secondary to yeah, linebackers. Think, yeah. You would think that Travis J might be a candidate to do something similar, and they don't see it for him. So that, you know, because they clearly need the help. They pulled Lundy off the field and played Gant in a 4-3 set in the, in the second quarter of this and game. Gantt
3: Gant like, is playing good football. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Relative to expectation okay. when yeah, the sure. move happens. And the
0: special teams, absolutely he if is If you yep.
3: couple all that he gives this team. Mm-hmm. In a pinch, and then on special teams. Oh, they
0: found a role for him. No, yes,
3: and he's accepted it and played hard and played well. Yeah. I think that he's to be lauded for that, because uh, let's be honest, we thought Brandon Gant's time here was
0: same thing with Renardo. And Ronardo's sure. right. your most important corner. Well, he's at this, your best yeah. corner. Yeah, until right now. further notice. Right yeah. now, he's your best corner. Although I saw a rep yesterday with Amarian. I put it in the practice observations.
3: Is he finally seven on seven in?
0: rep one on one with Johnny? He gets super physical with Johnny in the open field. And breaks up a pass. There's an official there who threw a flag later. He did not throw a flag on the play. One might have been warranted, but I love it. You're going against Johnny. I'm not going to get him.
3: Did you say this was Duke Cooper? Yes. Yeah. Well, what the hell, man? What? (laughs) I I don't understand. What is going on with that kid? Because I just assumed he's hurt. He's playing like four to five plays a game. Mike has said. And now we're out here practicing our ass off. What's going on? Mike has said he's hurt. He was extremely limited Uh, on Friday. He that was on record. If you're hearing this right now and you or someone you know is active military, a veteran, police officer, firefighter, nurse, or a teacher, listen up. My friend Shannon with Legendary Home Loans has a hometown hero loan program designed to make a difference to those who make a difference in their community. When it's time to buy a new home, he will waive all lender fees for all hometown heroes. That's over $1,600 right there in value. And if you use their preferred title company for the closing, you save another 600 So now we're up over 2200 bucks. Good stuff in discounts right there. That's... uh. It's a lot. And so it is that I remind you that if you or someone you know is active military, a veteran, police officer, firefighter, nurse, or school teacher, and you're looking to buy a new home, reach out to my man, Shannon Young. Legendary Home Loans. Ask about their Hometown Heroes program, 844-FSU-LOAN. 844-FSU-LOAN is the phone number, or you can always visit FSUHomeLoans.com. That's FSUHomeLoans.com. Uh. Hey, Tom, in one of those power rating groups that I look at, uh, Florida State was 26. Boston College was 71st. 71st, 21st. That's just one man's power rating.
0: That's not your proprietary... That's not my proprietary grouping
3: of nine power ratings, no. I'm
0: sorry, I don't trust it as much.
3: But I did look at some others, and again, it would seem to me...
0: Weren't we 24th in your proprietary power ranking? Yes,
3: I had us at twenty fourth in the power. Do
0: you ratings. go beyond fifty to have a Boston College number? I'm top
3: one hundred, Tom. Some do more. Some do more.
0: Is BC in the seventies for in you? Seventy eighth. See, I like that better.
3: Yeah. <laughs> twenty four versus seventy eight. Yeah, quick math. Fifty four pa- yeah, spots. I like the power that. Power rating solid. Hey, I also wasn't the only guy who laughed at Mario Crystal Ball this week and uh, over the weekend. Uh, I did see a collection, I was reading an article, uh college football page uh, by uh, Acosta there at uh, SB Nation, I think it was, and he grabbed a few of the um, various sites that cover college football, various folks who do, all commenting. I'm glad I didn't tweet this out, or else I would have been one of the many, noting that Cristobal's game management is an embarrassment. But it's awesome. I'm glad he's that guy, because he does recruit pretty well, so... I need him to screw it up on the field once he gets him there. Also, we can use that. We can continue to use that. Also, by the way, uh, remember we were talking about players in the NFL, for example, that we pay money to see that uh, – I mean, Josh Allen is my guy right now where I'm like, I can't I can't stop watching this version of Josh Allen who emerged last year as unstoppable and has now cont- carried this over. Some of those throws, you're just like, well, that's just silliness. Silliness. Brock Bowers is that guy in college football in Georgia. you got to be kidding me. That's a freak of nature.
0: All I've seen are the clips and the highlights, but I can't wait to watch the subtleties, too. It's,
3: yeah. He just abuses people, and it's it's an unfair game that he's playing. Um, You know, you get guys that are just brutalized, and in the era of uh, social media, at least it won't be hard for you to find, after every catch, he either trucks somebody, embarrasses somebody, jukes somebody, or more than one person, or makes some catch that you think, well, that's not even possible. How the hell do he make that? Ca-? That guy every week, every week, is fun as hell to uh, to watch play football. Georgia has been, for now, the most wildly consistent and uh, best team in college football uh, through the early stages. I would, I would, I would say this. Uh, I was playing a game, a buddy of mine, Pat Burnham, you guys uh, works in the industry. Uh, we were talking about if, if you expanded to a 12-team college football playoff, Tom, uh, you know, you could name probably what eight teams right now that you feel really good about getting into a 12 team college football playoff this early in the season yeah
0: i mean if you're talking about who would make the field not who's a title contender cuz that list right, is right right uh, just the field of 12 i think that's if one you, team deep right now
3: if you did if you did 12 you know you you i think it would be interesting right uh, w- the, you would come up with eight pretty easily. You would come up with Ohio State. You would come up with Georgia. You'd probably come up with Clemson. Yeah, Bama. Uh, Bama. You'd probably come. Um, you'd come up with maybe uh, if we're going twelve, you might come up with Michigan and Southern
0: Cal. Michigan. I, I I look forward to them playing a team with a pulse. Right. I don't know if Maryland qualifies, but they will be in the next two to three weeks playing teams with pulses. Kentucky, yes, would make it right now. If you're talking about an eight team playoff, they twelve have-
3: team, twelve teams. I said you could make eight. Yeah, you'd pick eight the other four would be iffy, that you wouldn't feel yeah. real good about them. You wouldn't feel – now, it's even a better game when you're just trying to predict the college football playoff of four right now. Because right now, it's Georgia mm-hmm. without question. Affixed. I don't know that you are entirely certain Alabama's going to get into that. I, I think you'd pick them.
0: They might by default. They might by default. You know, and if they don't win the SEC championship and they've got two losses, it'll be close.
3: You'd take Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. Who's your fourth that you would feel real good about? You'd write down Clemson? I don't think so.
0: No, I, I wouldn't feel good about anybody right now. I, I think that's – if Utah had beaten Florida, I would put Utah in that conversation maybe, right now. Maybe, yeah,
3: maybe. But, I mean, Oregon is, has rebounded nicely from mm-hmm. the bludgeoning they took to Georgia. USC is a threat. And their defense isn't great, but yeah. their offense is awesome. Um, when you think of the Big 12, I mean – I. I'd like to believe Penn State has a chance to get in there. Uh, over Ohio State, no. But Michigan? Well, I
0: mean, they've got the opportunity against Ohio State to prove their medal. You know, if they win that, Ohio State still gets in. So. Yeah, they don't. Penn State could get in on the strength of beating Ohio State. If Ohio State only has one loss, Ohio State would still get in. We know that. Precedent has shown this.
3: And there's nobody out of the Big Ten West, if you will, that you're going to be like, oh, they'll rise up and win in that championship game. No. Northwest, Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Purdue, Nebraska. Nope, nope. Nobody, nope, 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 nope. Nobody, nope. Yeah, there's none of those. Don't
0: feel good about Oklahoma.
3: No. Well, I mean, easy killer. It looks very good. I don't know where you're going. Getting, all Nebraska. You're going. Getting all Congratulations. Well, listen, they're 3 0, Tom. Not 1 0. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> so let's go easy there. Um, hmm. I don't know. Maybe a Big 12 champion would make it. If it's Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. Well, if it's an undefeated Big 10 champion. Kansas. Or Big, Big 12. Sorry, Big 12.
3: Kansas is going to score their way there.
0: I mean, if you're NC State, you're sitting at you're not getting the college. twelve play. and eleven in the AP and the coaches' polls mm-hmm. respectively, mm-hmm. you're you're within striking distance because if you handle business and you beat Clemson, you're on your way. That's what you're thinking right now. And I'm not talking about us thinking that way. I'm saying if you're it's in prime hard. position here because who else is in the way? It's if hard you as hell to your pick games, four teams
3: Right. Though. it's hard as hell to pick four
0: teams. Shoot, I mean, man, we're on the table, we're in the playoffs. Well <laughs> yes. We weren't able to say that the last five Septembers, six Septembers.
3: It's eight now. You know they're always inclined to want to give a, another SEC team a, a shot, but honestly, A&M's got no chance, and they were a preseason uh, yeah. a dark horse pick. Uh, it's an
0: elimination game for A&M and Arkansas this weekend, I think. I do too. That's a playoff game already. Arkansas is not going to beat Alabama. So,
3: Could Kentucky finished second in the East. And only lose one game. Second to
0: who? Tennessee? Georgia. Oh, duh. Sorry, forgive me.
3: (laughs) I've got Georgia, like, in this This
0: other other place. They they don't deserve a division. (laughs) They are their own division.
3: Yeah, no, they could finish second in the East. I'm going to pull this up for the Fighting Mark Stoops. They play Northern Illinois. They'll win that game. Now, they've got a biggie coming up after that. If they beat Ole Miss at Ole Miss... I think they'll beat the hell out of South Carolina. They'll beat Mississippi State. Tennessee's a good game. They'll beat Missouri. They'll beat Vanderbilt. Man. Oh, man, and Tennessee's
0: in the middle of a lot of stuff this year. Yeah. because they Well,
3: Tennessee-Florida this week.
0: That's 3.30 this weekend. Then they go to LSU. Then they host Alabama. I mean, it's a more gettable version of Alabama as we know them right now, correct? And that game, I that know. place is going to be nuts. I know. Then they have to play Kentucky and Georgia back-to-back weeks. What if Tennessee... Did not come out of the East. They were eleven and one with a loss to Georgia. Tennessee would be in. Well,
3: Tennessee Because that
0: would include wins over Bama and Kentucky. They'd have to be in.
3: And a big one over Pitt. (laughs)
0: That's right.
3: (laughs) They're not getting in, Tom. Don't worry about
0: that. No, but you're just trying to find you're trying to fill the gap because you asked the same question about Kentucky. I'm just saying Tennessee's resume would be absolutely worthy if they didn't make it to the title game.
3: I'm getting excited about Kentucky a little bit. I'm rooting for Mark here. And by the way, do you think... Welcome aboard. Uh, This train has been empty for a long time. Let me ask you a question. What's the better job, Mark Stoops, choosing to stay at Kentucky or accepting the Nebraska job?
0: Stay at Kentucky. It's not even close. It's not even close.
3: Well, now hold on. I understand why you'd say that. Because expectations are relatively low at Kentucky. If you win seven to eight games a year and go bowling and, you know...
0: No, it's not just about what is between those two, because Kentucky opens up other doors for you down the line. If Venables sucks at Oklahoma, you, you, you're you stoops. You're going to get the call to go coach Oklahoma, and that's a far better job than Kentucky.
3: Venables is going to be there a little while, though. So what if Nebraska calls you right now, says you're the head man, take it over, you understand the tradition here, you get it. Mark had to build Kentucky. I know. He could build Nebraska.
0: Look, if Mike failed here two, three years from now, you know, he got to set the table and Mark continues what he's doing in Kentucky. you call him? Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy I wanted to call before Mike, but hey, good things are happening br- right now. I so it's okay. This,
3: I bring this up because you guys know from listening to this show, I do some stuff with Nebraska these days and some other outlets. And I just, it's funny to be involved in those conversations with their insiders. I'm not a Nebraska insider. I'm learning more and more about it. I'm over there all the time these days, but Mark Stoops came up in the larger conversation with one of their major boosters, one of their money guys, and they like Mark Stoops. I'm not saying that they're offering Mark Stoops the jobs, but he's a name that Trev Alberts would talk to. They
0: should, absolutely. Lance Lance
3: Leopold of Kansas is another huge name. Now, obviously, the fan base does what all fan bases does. They immediately root for Urban Meyer. Now, I'll give Trev Alberts credit here. He not so subtly laid down the law with, I want a man of character when asked that question. So he's basically saying, no, it's not going to be Urban Meyer. He's saying,
0: fire me if I hire Urban Meyer because I'm a complete hypocrite. Yeah, he
3: said, I'm not going to hire Urban Meyer. So it's not Urban Meyer there. But you look at program builders who get it, and, you know, Mark is one of those guys now. If you can win, Lance Leopold's won at Buffalo and now Kansas. Sweet Jesus. I mean, there's some magic sauce going on with old Lance. Yeah. I mean, and his offense is score on everybody. I mean, I, it'd be hard not to hire him if you're them.
0: I think that's the best you can do right now, unless you wanted to sell your soul, because Urban wants off the desk of Fox, you know that.
3: He's just standing there with a blank look on his face. they do not even asking questions. I, it's beautiful. It is
0: beautiful. It's the best thing Fox has done in a long time. If I was Mark Stoops, though, I would wait, because it's the asset of the next gig, because if you go to Nebraska and you fail, now Oklahoma's not calling you. We still might, but Oklahoma's not calling you if that's the gig that you want. So can't,
3: Kentucky keeps your options open for other big-time jobs. Also, I think he's got to be very, very proud of what he's done there. I mean, they are now arguably the second-best team in the East, and the problem is if you're at Kentucky, you're at Kentucky. You're not beating Georgia, not anytime soon, and you're certainly not going to consistently compete to win an SEC title. So you've hit your ceiling, if you're Mark. And that's where I say sometimes you jump ship because the guys built them to a place where they might go – they may win 10 games this year, right? 10-2, and something like that seems – possible certainly for Mark this year. It won't be the first time he's done that at Kentucky. And you know, you're not going to you're not going to be better than Georgia and you're not going to beat Alabama most years if you did beat Georgia, you're not going to win the SEC. So w- you're done achieving. You now you're proud and you're making a lot of money and your fans love you, but if you really want to win a national title or you really want to win something of your own, I know you'd say, "Look, is he going to win a national title at Nebraska?" If you built them back up to, to something akin to what they were, you could win the Big Ten, and thus you could win a national championship.
0: Yeah, maybe, but I'd say the one thing is we've already moved the goalpost for Mark Stoops because when he first took the job, we said, you're never going to beat Florida. Well, he, now he's beating Florida, it took and you're never going to win years. ten games. You know, eight and four is all you can do. Get out while you can. Yeah. Now he's going to push for yeah. ten. Well, He already and, has won ten.
3: Yeah, and they have money at Kentucky so yeah. I'm...
0: He's moving the goalposts there. Now, I would still leave, but I wouldn't leave for Nebraska. You've got a much better, more secure gig.
3: Would you leave for Arizona State? No. No. Once proud program in a nothing (laughs) conference, buddy?
0: Where are they going to be playing here soon? The Pac-12. What's left of it?
3: USC takes it to the Big Ten. You go rule (laughs) the Pac-12. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying. I'm trying to find options for Mark.
2: Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
1: The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com.
3: I and that prize picks, Tommy. For you guys that don't know, our relationship with prize picks is an exceptional one, and uh, I value it greatly. And I like winning, more importantly. I struck out over the weekend.
0: (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Old Russell Wilson didn't throw for anything. It was like 210 yards.
3: Yeah, it's something to behold, isn't it, watching this uh, Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos offense. Not real good. It's Mr. Limited. Not Mr. Unlimited. and I'm never going to do it again. Very limited. Uh, Noel Kev writes Harson to Nebraska after they fire his ass, stoops to Auburn. Well, Harson. Woo! Yeah, and thank you for the contribution. We've got uh, a few th- more to catch up on after this. Too. Okay, Harson will be fired. That is true. Penn State insured it. <laughs> a little, little ass beaten. Um, that we saw coming. And uh, the Penn State running backs are fun to watch. The singleton kids, really, really good. Go ahead and throw out those other contributions so I take Woo! care of folks. Eric, thank you, man. 52 to 14. He doesn't care who the quarterback is. No, he is. says Tate or Jordan. Doesn't really matter. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it as always, buddy. And 52 to 14. Wouldn't that be nice? FSU fan ninety three back at it. If College Game Day comes to town, a sign should read "JT thirteen fighting out of Flee Flick Flicka Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Woo! Van Spike, FSU fan ninety three again. Our stadium is a named for a casino. Playing here is a huge gamble. Um, yeah, he's talking about the fact that uh, Van Dyke said that he likes playing road games more than he does at home because he doesn't get the college atmosphere when they play in Miami. Well, that is correct. Yeah. Whoops.
0: It's a fact, but I don't know that you want to say that. Was that Carson Palmer's podcast? I think it was.
3: I don't know, but he's probably frustrated. I don't. Carson should have asked him about this offense. He could have complained about that, too. Yeah, Could have mentioned that his receivers aren't very good. And, oh, by the way, the Lashley-led offense was a lot easier for me to handle. I didn't have to think so well, much.
0: That's the question if you get Van Dyke for a one-on-one is you simply ask, what did Rhett Lashley mean to your career? Everything. Right and then see if you can backdoor away and
3: him hating on his current staff. I mean, that's how you do it. What do you think about Mario's game management? Do you still stay in touch with Coach Lashley? (laughs) You know, I spoke with Coach Lashley just before we had you on this week, and he had nothing but high praise for you as a young man and a football player, and uh, he misses his time with you. Do you ever think about, Nate, or have you moved on?
0: Oh man, I miss him.
3: Oh, you would set it up so easily. You know, I I talked with Nate and he said that uh, he hadn't been a kid around, been around a kid like you with your your acumen for the game and your ability in a long, long time, and that you know, hey, business is business. He had to do what he had to do. And Mario comes in there. You you still talk to Nate? You still you call him ever? I mean, the offense, you know.
0: Well, I mostly just call him to vent about stuff. You know, life, things, the offense, things like that. You know, <laughs> he's just a great sounding board. He's a great sounding board.
3: It was funny to uh, to to see the frustration on his face and to watch those two teams play with the fact that, uh, given the fact that, uh, obviously, receivers high caliber, especially at Texas A and M, not exactly. Lightened it up there uh, in mm-hmm. Aggieland. So that's, that's, that's the real hope here. I get addicted to these quarterback totals. I've already started doing this on Prize Picks. You know, Virginia has disappointed me to no end. So now I can kind of soft play Brennan Armstrong, who's not doing a damn thing. I can take a good long look. Uh, you talked about the Hartman number. I can't believe it. It's 294.5 against Clemson's defense, mm-hmm. and Wake's offensive line has not been good. Two, two numbers early. Now, I haven't bet it yet, and we'll, we'll preview this tomorrow like we like to do. But I do want to point out, Sam Hartman has to throw for nearly 300 yard against, yards against Clemson. Um, you could make two arguments. One, they can't block Clemson. That's a fair argument. Therefore, Sam Hartman will not throw for 300 yards. He'll just try to survive the game. The, argue, the other argument is that because they're not going to be able to run the ball, he's going to throw it on every down, mm-hmm. and he may stumble into 300 yards passing. Then the other is Malik Cunningham, who is a good college quarterback, USF, who nearly knocked off Florida, probably should have, is not a good football team, despite the fact that they looked Obviously, more than just competitive against Florida. That's the team that got blown out by BYU. Their defense is terrible. Malik Cunningham on prize picks this week, 207.5 throwing. Now, you can argue they don't need him to throw, that they they're might, just going to run the ball. They might
0: have found something with the James kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then Malik running as well, of course. So, what an interesting game that is, first of all, because you've got two teams coming off of crushing losses. For different reasons USF it was the underdog trying to score a big upset blow and then Louisville comes crashing down because well that's what we do at Louisville I think I don't like playing for this head coach anymore so you got to quit watch for Louisville against USF a game that's very sloppy and then with the Clemson Wake Forest game I love everything about that game the numbers only seven so Vegas hasn't as an inkling that it's going to be close and it's a nooner, a sleepy nooner in Winston-Salem. What a perfect atmosphere well, for Clemson to lay an egg.
3: I can kind of have fun with both of those numbers because DJ DJU 220 and a half against Wake's terrible defense. You could check down your way to 221.
0: Could he? Yes. That's the yes, question. Yes, could he? Yeah. Hmm?
3: I think you You're having
0: trouble dropping 40 on Furman.
3: I think it because you want that to be the case you're projecting here, Tom. I'm telling you. I'm still mad about the under. You know,
0: (laughs) I didn't hit that. How do you score, I mean, fewer than 40 points. When you've got a stud quarterback that you need to work on, he's waiting in the wings, and you score seven points in the second half on Furman, that's a problem.
3: How many brothers does Tua have? Sweet Jesus. Look at all these damn Tua's out here. It's crazy.
0: (laughs) Tunga Vailoa's, Tonga Tunga Vailoa,
3: yeah, there's a million of them. Yeah,
0: there's uh, the Maryland quarterback, right?
3: And then the, the other defensive player for Bama, and there's somebody else. Yeah, they're, so, they're everywhere. Hmm. It's an athletic family. I'm not, I mean, nothing against it, whatever. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm kind of tired of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like the McCaffreys. Yeah,
3: like, good God Almighty. Another one? Enough. Max, I, I get it. Both his parents were athletes. I get it. Like elite athletes, and his granddad was a damn Olympian. Oh, see. So here we go. See? Yeah. Max Johnson who I correctly predicted would take over the starting job rather quickly at Texas A&M, but Jimbo's offense obviously killing him. Such a great name. 2.25. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Brad, well done. Name your kid Max Johnson. 2.25 and a half. I mean, that's what a better day in a Texas A&M offense. I think that's what Jimbo
0: uh, named it when – Carlos would come out and maybe Timmy Jernigan would be on the field, you know, in goal line. <laughs> I love Brad so much. I'm gonna call this the Max
3: Johnson. Package. <laughs> Let's go, Max. Let's go Max Johnson right here. We're going Max Johnson. <laughs> do you think uh Judge is gonna get it? You think he'll break it? The sixty one?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. He's with he he might do it tonight. Who knows? Well, oh, it is the Pirates. But he just these things come in bunches for him. I just hope he does it. What game are they on right now? I, I hope he does it in fewer than one fifty-four.
3: Be even cooler. That'd huh? be
0: really yes, because then it just ends all arguments, and it's it's not about the bandbox at Yankee Stadium with him.
3: Oh well, no, he's different. Uh, there have been a few. When you're breaking records, you don't like to see the ones that just get out to right center. There, uh, most of the time, he uh, they're rather prodigious. Mm. It's a big man, and. Uh, the one he turned around on Pittsburgh last night was not a cheapie. However, the Grand Slam walk-off um, was. Giancarlo's was. It was hit hard. It was 119 miles per hour, so the Yankees he had didn't hit it. But.
0: 147 games. He's going to get a ton of looks at getting to 62 before the 154. And Maris, of course, took the entire season, but still.
3: I have wanted, well, and I would love for somebody to do that in the National League and own the all-time record, not associated with steroids, let's say, as well at some point. Uh, You'll yeah. have a
0: crack at it with the Mets next year. It'll be all right.
3: You think so? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so.
0: Probably not. Even if he did play for the Mets, he wouldn't have a crack at it.
3: Let's do um, let's do probables and chit-chat in a second here. Fire it up. Let's get our folks from Tallulah going as uh, the Delta 8 floating in the salt, baby. It's time for... How you say, with the pitching, uh, probably? I knew it was coming. I had to wait on it. All the people that don't get an opportunity to watch this show and instead hear on the radio, that's awesome that you're listening, but you're missing out on this, what is that thing? It's a hedgehog. A hedgehog. Where do hedgehogs live? Most Most critters you've seen at some point in the wild. You've never come across a hedgehog. I've Feels
0: seen it. Like a- it's like Australia. That's just a guess.
3: Director Matthew, find out where hedgehogs live. I have no idea. Think about it. You've seen otters in the wild, haven't you? I have. Oh, yeah. yeah growing up in Clearwater. You've seen beavers. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You've seen raccoons. You've seen. Sure. Badgers, you've seen—maybe not badgers.
0: See monkey squirrels, but they've got a different name for them. We learned that when we went golfing in Alabama. I forget what it is. Oh well, no
3: wonder I haven't seen a hedgehog. East Africa, West Africa, and Central Africa—all over Africa. Dry, dry shelters on well-drained soil and a good supply of ground-dwelling insects and other invertebrates. They're adorable. I wish they lived here. I'd scoop one up and love on it. How are you, buddy? All right, let's do these problems. Sorry.
0: That'd be a good team mascot, too. The hedgehog? The, we're the adorable hedgehog.
3: Nats Braves are already in the seventh inning. It's three to two. Washington. Hey, Yay, hey, hey, let's go! Nats are hanging in there. Paulo Espino. Bryce Elder. Mets Brewers are in the third inning. Nothing nothing. Alright, alright. Tawan Walker, Adrian Hauser. Ooh. <laughs> Red Sox Reds, Connor Seabold, and Chase Anderson. Astros, Rays, Lance McCullers, Corey Kluber. We got the Cubs and the Marlins tonight. Marcus Stroman, Jesus Lizardo. Blue Jays, Phillies, Kevin Gosman, Zach Wheeler. Tigers, Orioles, Matt Manning, Jordan Lyles. Pirates, Yankees, Roenzi Contreras will do his best. Nice name. Yo, Renzi's, uh nice, but uh, yeah, we're not in good. Luis Severino going for the Yankees. Angels, Rangers, Tucker Davidson. Dane Dunning. Twins, Royals, Baylor, Bailey Ober, Daniel Lynch. Guardians, White Sox, Tristan McKenzie, Lance Lynn. Giants, Rockies, Logan Webb, Herman Marquez. Mariners, A's, Robbie Ray. Hey. James Caparillion. Cardinals, Padres, Miles Mikolas; Yes. Blake Snell. T-Backs, Dodgers, Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner out here six and fifteen with a five plus. It's time, Madison. It's time to call it a day. Go chop wood. Right, Grin- grinding femurs to
0: dust with his bare
3: hands. Yeah, Dustin May gonna start for the Dodgers, and that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. I like who it was. It who had fifty two to whatever that was. It was
0: Eric Angel, oh. fifty-two, seventeen.
3: Well, you know, it struck me when he said it that 52, uh, fourteen. Struck me when he said it that I'd love it because it has been a minute since we watched a lopsided ass beating right here at Joe Campbell State Stadium. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, against easy the breezy Power Five team. Sure, good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. We'll be back with you on a Redemption
1: Thursday. Let's get it. Be good. Wake up, War Chant tonight, six p.m.